This is a HeadGum Podcast. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I kill myself at a Starbucks. I blow my brains out right there. Professional. That was lovely. I'm stunned, man. You're crying. Yeah, I am. But I was crying before the song started. Unrelated. I'm going through some shit right now. <laughs> that was Jeremy Lindenfeld, who's 18. Wow. Wow. 18. And would love a shout out to his band, C Den, S E A D E N. They're on YouTube, they're on SoundCloud. D E N? Like at, sea den, like it's in the it, like a den, a, of, den, a den in the sea, a yeah. den in the sea, not yeah. like a sedan. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, that's different. Completely like unrelated. Ursula's. That's living a den in the yeah. sea. Yeah. Ursula's <laughs> living. When my yeah. uncle Dan goes swimming, that's a sea dan. Yeah. <laughs> he only goes swimming in the. He sea. drives a coupe, <laughs> <laughs> a two door sport. Uh, Billy and Adam in the house. What's Yo. going on, guys? Thanks for having us. They're back and better than ever. When was the last time you guys were on the show? 
When was that, Bill? Maybe like a. We just started the podcast. We just started No Joke, so maybe like a little less than a year ago. Less than wow. a year. The episode was called oh. Olive Oil. I don't oh. remember. Yeah, context, we talked about masturbating with olive oil. It was someone who that was Billy. This is your third time on our show. Adam second. Three Because the first time you were on the show, we went to McDonald's and we got a fillet of fish. That's right. And my stomach just started to feel normal today. That was a great day. I remember having a great day with you guys. It's funny because we now we're recording now. You just brought donuts. Nuts. Right. So it's like some sort Always of a food theme based. in our lives yes. where we eat foods that are bad for us. <laughs> I saw, yes. There was that half piece of cheese on a donut downstairs. <laughs> yes, that like was the fish, fish donut. donut. I, I had that them. was just the fish donut. The yeah. donut. They, they just squished white fish. It's like a Boston cream donut except with fucking oh, I got you stuff. the Boston cream and I got Amir the white fish. <laughs> the white fish donut. It's Amir's birthday. It they were seems, like, what? It seems anti-Semitic that you got me that. A little bit. Of course. Why did you give me the white fish? White fish donut. If we say white fish donut one more time, it's going to be appetizing. It's disgusting. But if we keep talking about it, I want it. White fish donut. That's Adam's fantasy basketball team. White fish donut. White fish donut, yeah. I was a big gefilte fish addict when I was a kid. Oh, really? Huge gefilte fish addict. Yeah. You needed it? I needed it. Yes, Jake. Yes, Jake. I needed it. He, like, legitimately needed it. Yes, my parents, everyone in my life was repulsed and disgusted by my penchant for gefilte fish. And then even more so by their by your withdrawal. Exactly. Or withdrawal symptoms. Where they, yeah, they detoxed you for a month. You were throwing a pile. Take me to the Hannafords. Yeah, it was really bad. And at my bar mitzvah, I actually had the caterers, the two lovely Israeli caterers, make me, the bar mitzvah boy, my own individual plate of just gefilte fish. But I ate alone in silence. This is... Yeah, this is the fish for the public, and this is Sir Adam's <laughs> fish. This is here. the new nobody, man's fish. Nobody gets my fish, Papa. <laughs> You're like Veruca kosher salt, just like a very, uh, a very uh, a well-to-do yes. Jewish gentleman boy. Exactly. Adam who taught needed me one, his fish. Adam taught me one thing about gefilte fish, which is that it's the only fish in the supermarket that doesn't need to be refrigerated. Red flag. Oh, big yeah, red flag. Dog. Oh, it's in the cereal aisle. <laughs> but that's fish. <laughs> But that's fish, though. <laughs> it's next to the peanut oh, butter. From the sea <laughs> to aisle seven. Seriously. Exactly. You can so, just eat it right out of the bag that they bag it in at the bring grocery it to outer store. space. <laughs> Nothing oh, affects funny. gefilte. So gross. Fruit Loops, uh, gefilte fish. And then over there in the refrigerated section is the real fish. <laughs> gefilte fish does have a cereal mascot, right? Yeah. yeah. It does, doesn't it? It's Gilly the fish. <laughs> Gilly the nervous fish. <laughs> Gilly yeah. the oh, jeez. He swims in jeans <laughs> it's the only fish that wears jeans in the lake solid app solid app so, so far great. Yeah. we are out of time but thank you guys so much for coming once again check out the no joke podcast <laughs> super fun get your uh, white fish donuts wherever you can get them that's funny uh, this is our podcast this is If I Were You the only advice podcast on the internet hosted by Jake and I sometimes we're by ourselves sometimes we're our friends now we're with friends and fellow HeadGum podcasters but up, but up. Billy and Adam hey what's going on uh, you guys have your own show on our network we do it's called No Joke that's right. new episodes come out every Friday which is the day in between Thursday and Saturday oh that's a good it's a good uh, sandwich to Jake and I's show it's like we got the Monday show yeah. right. Billy and Adam on Friday that's, that's right. right oh nice we're the bread I would say and the rest of the podcast would be I would say the white fish the meat in the donut in the donut <laughs> uh, so unlike your podcast here we're we're basically trying to advise people out of their sticky situations. Great. People will email us. They're confused. They're scared. They want to know what 31 to 35-year-old white people think <laughs> about their situation. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Who does not? Who does not want Who's that? Who's 35 in this room? Me. You're 35? Yep. Good man. Thank you. Look at him. <laughs> exactly. Look at Corsi's 30. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, true. <laughs> a second, I can't wait to be 35. Yeah, a second. Yeah, yeah, dude. 35 looks good on you, Bill. You could be president. That's the year. Okay. You should be president. That is the year. You know what? Maybe I will be yeah. president. Dun, 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 dun. Are we okay with that, by the way? 35 is the floor, right? You have to be at least 35? Yeah. yeah. Wow. The new but what if there's like a 27-year-old genius who is like clearly the best president? I'm Practice. fine with the floor. I actually think there should be a ceiling. Yes. I don't think you should be able – I've said this to you guys before. I don't think you should be able to vote after 65. 65. I think 65, you can't be president yep. anymore either. I You're think, on the way out, brother. I think you need to take a Make driver's way for the test. future. Same thing. When you turn like 50, 60, 70, every 10 years you have to pass a driving test yep. again. Yep. You should <laughs> not be grandfathered into and then when you're, assuming you're safe. When you're yes. 80 taking your driving test, they actually just drive the car off a cliff. <laughs> And that's the end of your life. Hey, you're Girl. good, buddy. <laughs> he passed. <laughs> Thump. Um, the new Rams uh, head coach, Los Angeles Rams head 30. coach. 30. That's silly, man. 30. That's, that's crazy. He'd be the youngest one in this room. How would you do that? How could you then Like, there's definitely men. people on the team that are older than For him, sure. Right? Definitely. Oh, yeah. 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 I would say most of the team is over 30. Yeah. Really? I don't know with football. I guess it's it's a young... He's a millennial. He rides his bike I guess the, the front line is all over 30 and then the... Uh, yes, exactly. Everybody. Oh the, the fast people are in yeah. the teens. Yeah. As they, as they should be. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find the best question to mm-hmm. start with. Uh, here's a good one. Cool. This will get us, set us on our way. Great. Uh, Adam, why don't yes. we get, get a fake guy's name? Uh, how about uh, Tad, Tad William Smith? That's pretty good. good. Nice. So his is last Tad? name is Will Smith? Uh, William Smith. <laughs> is there a hyphen? Between? There's a hyphen there. Oh, William Smith. Between William and Smith. His, oh, ma- so his maiden name is William. That's right. <laughs> and he married he, he, took, he took his wife's name, Smith. Oh, uh, William Smith. Yes. Got it. Okay. Tad William Smith. Very <laughs> right. progressive. Super progressive. <laughs> So here's the deal. I'm currently doing a year-long service program in a new city, and the program set me up with two worst roommates I've ever had in my life. Oh, shoot. It's not that they have any annoying habits or that they don't clean or anything. It's not even that they're not good people. They're both also involved in a year of service and genuinely seem like they want to make the world a better place. Assholes. The problem is that I just hate being around them. For whatever reason, our personalities don't mesh. They constantly annoy the shit out of me for just being who they are. Awesome. So I guess I just need some advice on how to survive seven more months of this shit. Have you ever had shit roommates? Side note, I don't think this plays a big part, but just for context, I'm a man and they're both women. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> Tough little addendum there. <laughs> Every neighborhood has crazy neighbors, and if yours doesn't, you're the crazy neighbor. Exactly. Yeah. And my dude, you're the weird one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't like you. <laughs> you're the weird one. Turn the mirror around, my man. Perhaps. Well, have you guys ever had shit roommates is the, the first question. I personally have been fortunate enough to always be able to essentially choose my roommates. Same. Even Same, in right? college? Oh uh, no! In college, I did have a shitty roommate. I should take that back. My first freshman year, col- <laughs> my freshman year roommate was a bit of an asshole. Yeah, he was a weird guy deal? from Philadelphia. He was just persnickety and didn't like me having friends over, even though college is a time for friends. <laughs> this is what you told him. It's a kind of a but big part of it. A time for friends. <laughs> this is time for friends. No. <laughs> Uh, so he was sort of a prick. He was a prick. Um, but other than that, my roommate, I've been I've kind of had a thousand with roommates for the God. most part. This dude hasn't said one thing about his roommates that like I can give any advice on how to solve it. They <laughs> right. sound like the most ideal. Their don't clash Mesh. or don't click. Yeah. yeah. It just sounds like Tad is a misanthrope. And I appreciate it. I just, you just don't like people, Tad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you might not like other human beings. Yeah, is that what that means? Yeah, you just try a little harder. Just try, just try a little, just try to relate to them on something. There you go. He might love them. Yeah. Have the you ever, problem is he might love them and he has to, uh, he's pretending like he's not. Okay. Has anybody ever done a 180 like that in your life where you hated him and then you're like, wait a minute, I should just view him in a different lens and now I think I like this person. 
I've never taken someone out of the hate pile into the love. Into the it love seems pile. like it only goes the other way. One way. That's a one like, way. Like I like this person, and now I no longer like him. And right. That's on to the next. And now I no longer like that person. Uh, no, I go. I go. I, you go I, back. Yeah. People go from one pile to the other daily. Yeah. <laughs> so fickle, Jake. Yeah. Oh my God. I hated you at the top. Of yeah. The yeah just exactly. like full of passion, and sometimes, you, sometimes the sometimes you shine the light on the world with someone you love, and then sometimes you spin the spotlight and you. <laughs> Want to burn them to death? Whoopsie! <laughs> yeah. Have you? Can you name someone that you used to hate that you're now really close with? Or? Marty. Oh, interesting. <laughs> uh, uh, what about you guys? Marty as well. Yeah. Marty. Only Marty. <laughs> first mainly. impression. First time I met Marty, I was like, "This dude's just gonna be up my ass. This yeah. is trouble." Why did Jake and Amir bring him on to headgum? They were doing fine with He's it. He's a dangerous boy. Yeah, that's not true. Marty. I, I my, my girlfriend Maggie often gets upset at me because I do try to employ that tactic of just like pretend you like them. Just pretend. Right. And then ultimately, like a hat, your habit will form if you lie to yourself enough. Just say, just pretend mm-hmm. that you like them. Uh-huh. Just make believe <laughs> until it's real. Make it and until you make it. This is you telling her to do that or is this I do that myself function? and she's like I think that you're a false man I think that means you're a false man like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's genuinely the way you feel There's it's just like if I don't like that. something like why exist in that sort of like well, you sound perturbed Tad you sound annoyed like right. here's a way out of it just trick just dumb yourself down enough <laughs> that you can trick yourself to like it a little <laughs> that really you is do. true if you, if you like have one conversation with them where you like God just like laugh and smile and pretend you care Fake about it. what they what they like <laughs> build on that Fake it. Then, you just build then, like, on that. then you really do you, you walk away even if you like don't remember like the substance of the conversation you walk away and you're like I was smiling. <laughs> right. Well, I think I was happy then. Exactly. My, my body's in joy mode. Yeah. Because like two years later, you're definitely not going to remember any substance of the conversation you had with anyone. All you're going to remember is the vague sensation of joy that <laughs> yeah. you had, whether it was true or fabricated. Well yeah. Or a vague sensation of hate. That's all. And you didn't like that person. That's right. And I, I don't know why. A, it's simple. It's as simple as f- smile when you're talking to them. Seriously. <laughs> Just, you will delude yourself into thinking you are having fun. Oh, but, so it's like, it's a reverse brain thing. It's like, yes. when I smile, when I'm happy, I smile. So if yeah. I'm smile, will that then force happy? This is like a real, th- it's a proven that, fact. Yes. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, yeah. If you like fake, if you just smile. You trick yourself into being happy. Hume, we're just dumb mammals. We can trick ourselves. We just have silly little brains. We can do it. We can fool ourselves. I'm smiling right now, and I'm kind of happy. And I hate myself. Exactly. (laughs) Okay, that's a good technique. I would say just fake the shit out of it until it becomes real or they move out. Yeah. 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 My girlfriend Marina does voiceover work, Mm -hmm. and uh, usually if the copy asks for optimism or like a a hopeful voice, uh, the trick is to smile while you're reading all. All of the copy because it just becomes your voice literally changes everything in your body changes oh, but if you walk in on somebody doing that voiceover with a crazy clown yeah. smile and yes. talking about like Downey's air fresheners <laughs> yeah. it's crazy yeah oh you're insane <laughs> so, yes but smile yes <laughs> so smile is the, is the is the advice here yeah. just, just walk smile in, how about into smile that. oh yeah yeah exactly uh, that's not bad seven months of smiles just pretend just pretend sounds that's, like seven months of smiles will drive a man crazy too yeah you don't want to smile seven too much. months of smiles <laughs> starring Liam Neeson because it, it could be that happiness is finite the serotonin in your brain will eventually run out and you only have so much and you wasted it being fake nice yeah but oh, GNC sells serotonin 
So you can literally go. Are you you selling us MDMA right now? Exactly. People who take ecstasy a lot, they flood their brains with serotonin, and then the next day they are very depressed because they they used up all of their serotonin. But the smart uh, ecstasy users will go to GNC and literally buy the things that pump serotonin back. Yeah, the HTTP five. Is that, that what it is? You're thinking, is that <laughs> <a website? laughs> I think that's a domain it's, like, it's something like that. HP5, HTTP5. That's like the serotonin thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. I mean, it works pretty slow. You really want to kill yourself the morning <laughs> yeah. you take yeah. Well, you should really take ecstasy with this uh, that's serotonin. That's the other Just take ecstasy. Oh, yeah. Just take, always take ecstasy. Beyond ecstasy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do that way, you'll, you won't be able to not smile. <laughs> exactly. You're going to love it anyway. Exactly. Uh, all right. Here's uh, oh, ooh, a lady from Australia. Mm-hmm. Okay. Billy, I'll do you have a name lady. for an Australian lady? Um, uh, Patricia. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Patricia Williamsmith. Smith. <laughs> oh. Any relation? No relation. No relation. Sorry, no no relation. relation. Amazing. No relation. Weird. We just used the same phone book and went Not down. even <laughs> vaguely. Not even vaguely related. Nope. Uh, straight to the point. I'm, I'll be 23 this year and I'm still a virgin. Part of me wants to not care and follow the feminist belief that virginity is just a concept made up by men to make them feel that their dick is important enough to change a girl's life. Okay. The other part of me just wants some dick. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But I've realized that due to my anxiety disorder, intimacy will always freak me out to the Mm -hmm. point where I haven't even kissed someone in over two years. Wow. Do you ever find intimacy nerve-wracking? If so, any tips? If not, is there any shame in being well on my way to a real-life 40-year-old version? Toda, all the love, Patricia Williams-Smith. Hmm. <gasps> okay. Intimacy. Does it ever make me nervous? Only, of course. I mean, I think you'd have to be a robot <laughs> if intimacy didn't make you nervous. In some way. In some <clears throat> small way. Well, I imagine I mean, if you're sure. single, intimacy starts to become a little more a la carte, which then I would, I would probably feel that way. Yeah. But once you start falling into a relationship, intimacy almost starts becoming more of like a fun True. kind of like game that you can play with someone where you know it's a very safe place. Yes. Right. And it's, 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 it's less embarrassing. Yeah. Yes. I feel like once you can get to that point. Yes. Uh, the sex positive perspective, sorry, Amir. No, I mean to cut you off. The sex no, no, no. positive uh, feminist in me says, A, live your whole life a virgin. No one cares. There's no stigma against that. I don't, no one cares if you have sex or not. It's all in your own head. It, n- truly, no one cares. That's, that's and a good B, point. Well said, if, Adam. If you want sex, have all the sex. If you want dick, as you so poetically put it, right. go get that dick. Yeah. Go get it. <laughs> Did I, it. This is the first time I ever heard that men made up the concept of virginity. Same. Because their dick can change lives. Feel, yes, like dick, their dick is so important; it can change a woman's life. Of all the gender, gender constructs, I don't understand. Yes, it's like saying, like, "Oh, when did you lose your virginity?" Because I can, I can make you do that with my dick. <laughs> I can give you that fucking bar mitzvah. <laughs> right. I guess that sort of makes sense. Like, you could only lose your virginity if, if somebody you're fucked fucks by a you. dick. Right. Right. And but I got the secret key. It's my dick, and I can take that. Virginity. Well, guys can be virgins too, and they can't be unvirgins unless a girl with the secret key being a vagina fucks right. them well, or about, a boy, another boy's butt yeah mm-hmm. well i mean is that that's the, you still need we're the, getting into the you still need the receiver yeah now we're getting into like what is what is sex is it right. penis and vagina or is it butt into or is it butt and vagina but no vagina. one talks about the rare no, butt or <laughs> the butt goes into the vagina <laughs> the a to b the a to a <laughs> What did you guys do last night? I stuck my butt in her vagina. Do you imagine the cheeks or the little the little pink eye? Oh, everything, the whole cheek. <laughs> Squeeze it. Oh beep, my God. Beep, beep, like falling into a toilet bowl. That 
was such a, a wide, wide vagina to allow the entire buttocks to enter. That's why it's Both so rare. Cheeks. That's why it's, it's so rare. So rare. Um, I grew up in Long Island where goons, goons central, and it's the type of place where you would think that dudes would be like, my dick can change lives. Yeah. yeah. I grew up with the dudes who would be cast to, to say that line. No one in my friend group would ever be caught dead saying that, and no one in my friend group believed that their dick could change yes. lives. I mean, like, that's a like to Jake's point. I've never heard that sentiment outside of like maybe like a big dumb movie jock. Or I something. think yeah. my dick could mildly improve a life for a short amount of time sure. if somebody cons- it consent- it consented to it, yes. and it was a nice time for everyone. <laughs> everyone and then their then. life would probably yeah. recede back to normal. Yeah, of course. Right, exactly. mildly mild improvement, and and a vagina or a butt could do that. Like maybe dick. if you know that story about. <laughs> When like a, a car flips over and lands on a baby, and someone comes in and like yes. lifts the car Mom up, the like if someone's dick lifted that car up, off that's that a life changing. That dick. dick literally changed a person's. By life. the way, you that's only ever true. hear about the ones that are able to lift the car. There's plenty of babies that are yeah. just crushed <laughs> under the car. Yeah, squish baby syndrome. <laughs> Didn't it's... have enough adrenaline, did you, mommy? <laughs> did you, mommy? <laughs> I got the car an inch off the ground, which is more than I could do normally. Oh, Imagine feeling like a failure that you didn't lift a car off of your child. I but, could uh, absolutely you like see then. myself. <laughs> In this scenario, for some reason, it's on a bridge in my mind. <laughs> yeah, it has to be. It's always on a bridge, and the car flips, and it's on the baby, but the baby's still alive. And I would literally think to myself, okay, Billy, this is literally what you've been training for your whole life. You're the guy that saves this baby. <laughs> what if getting there the car and not the moving baby, the car? Though? What if you flip the car off the baby, and it landed on a bunch of other babies? Four babies. <laughs> Four babies. <laughs> Shit! And a dog. <laughs> that was my one rep max. I really can't. But you have to reflip it? Yeah. Reflip it. Yeah. Or is Roll it, the, it off the bridge. Onto is, an orphanage. Is it the opposite where you're strong enough to lift a car but the adrenaline actually saps you of energy you become weaker with adrenaline oh that would be a really disappointing you gotta be calm cool and collected you know one time i did uh rip open a car door after a car accident how in in los angeles it was actually by catalyst um yeah where we all worked yes on highland and santa monica ish santa monica ish remember how there was always though that there was like where those roads met, there was just a lot of left-hand turns. Accident city. Where it was just people getting smashed Constantly. into one another. Yeah, and yeah, I walked yeah. out of Catalyst once, and a person had literally just been smashed, Mm-mm. and their door was like in and out, and you could tell they were in a state of panic. And I just like, I was five steps away, and I just grabbed it and just yanked the door open, and they climbed out. And That's it was cool. amazing. Jeez, it was a yeah, total hero moment. You it were like great. Jaws of Life. Yes. A little bit. I mean, the door was already open, but I did give it that extra couple of inches <laughs> that got him out. Yes. <laughs> so... That's exciting. That story really goes nowhere, but I'd like to think I could lift the car off the bed. <laughs> I think you probably could. Your friend Steve lifted a smart car and just moved it with oh, his hands. So, so just I for those bare friends, hands. My friends are goons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a Fiat. Is my that friend... the guy that tore an apple in half? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. He, he just moved a car books. with his hands. <laughs> that was his. That was his. Be- that was his bar prank. We'd get drunk at bars, and then he'd, we'd go out into the parking lot and find the smallest car, and then he would just pick it up and drag it into another parking Amazing. spot. Amazing. What are you talking about? Dragging <laughs> that, it? Like with, by what? By the two wheels that aren't in brake or in park. There was a Fiat. The, the famous one is the Fiat. He would pick it up from the back. So lift up the bumper from the back. Yeah, because yes. the engine's in the front, so yes. it's a little heavier. Okay. Right. And then he would just grab it, and then we would push the front, and he would grab it, and we would like move it to like the other side of the parking lot. <laughs> just moving cars wow. with your hands. This is Long Island. Super I mean, like strength exists. The other point man for Long Island is Gabrus, and he's five hundred pounds, and he like eats everything <laughs> and moves Fiat. everything. Yeah. <laughs> he is a Fiat. <laughs> he's a Fiat five hundred. Uh, have yeah, you seen Gabrus's uh, tattoo? I have Long Strong. Island. Would you get? Would you ever get that? I would not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a map of the island. That's, that's right. Cool. That's cool. It is definitely cool. I Dope. would not. Yeah. Just because you're anti-tattoo. 
I'm not anti-tattoo. I just I I'm love anti-Gabris. <laughs> yeah, I love Long Island, but it's also the type of place that you're there for two days and you're like, you gotta go. You gotta uh, get out of here fast. So you don't want to constantly see it on your buy. Yeah, you got your buy. Yeah, <laughs> you want to say bye to the buy? Maybe I might try. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, her question about the dick. Oh uh, yeah. 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 Any tips about find if you find intimacy nerve-wracking? It seems to me that it's a trust thing. The more comfortable you get with someone, yeah. you shouldn't rush it. Right. Go on as many dates as possible yeah. until you feel completely comfortable allowing this person to be intimate with you yes. yeah. maybe that'll be, lead to less anxiety yeah, especially, nice and don't be afraid to tell that person that you're anxious exactly. about intimacy yes. because yes. then they will hopefully if they're a good person be a lot more sensitive yes. to your anxiety yes honesty is and I imagine she might sorry no I imagine she might attract someone who might have similar feelings as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I, she doesn't seem like a one night stand type of person. I would say that you should try and find a friend who you might be able to turn that into more. Mm-hmm. That'd totally. be nice. Mm-hmm. Good. Best of luck, Patricia. Best of luck, Patricia. Uh, let's, take a, let's, take a, let's 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 take a break. Let's take a quick little break and then we'll be back with more questions and answers with Billy and Adam. Great. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's They have 24-7 award-winning customer support. They have very simple drag-and-drop technology. You can code. You can design mm-hmm. a professional-looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even... Purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like... Interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness. It's nah. a it's an anti movement, really. Oh, it's a non movement movement. Is anti movement yeah. one? Anti movement. Uh, I'll like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness more of a fitness <laughs> Yeah. It's more of a fitness <laughs> nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Thank you as well to Blue Apron for sponsoring this episode. You know, I don't care how much you try, you need to eat. I have tried to starve myself for weeks on end. Uh, I always end up needing food. Uh, Unfortunately, not all ingredients are created equal. So when it comes to fresh, high-quality ingredients, that's what makes the real difference. Blue Apron basically will send you these ingredients in the mail and tell you how to cook them into really nice, proper meals. We're talking affordable. It's less than $10 per meal, and they'll deliver it to you free of charge. Whoa. Uh, there's great variety, new recipes every week. Uh, you can even choose. It's flexible. So you get to choose which ones uh, you want to make based on your dietary preferences. 
And it's easy. We've gotten Blue Apron. We've made Blue Apron. I made recently a Stromboli. And? It was impeccable. Could you believe you made it based on the stuff that they gave you? I I'm mean, a chef. You were a chef And I'm going to open up my own Stromboli place. It's called It's Jake Stromboli. <laughs> uh, and Blue Apron has a guarantee, freshest guarantee, that every ingredient in your delivery arrives ready to cook. So how does it work? You go to blueapron.com slash if I were you. Check out the menu and get your first three meals for free. Yeah, I really could open my own Stromboli place as long as somebody provided me with dough. Yeah. <laughs> you mean money or actual dough? Both. <laughs> uh, so blueapron.com slash if I were you. You get three meals for free with free shipping. Uh, and check it out. Try it out. Become a better chef. They'll teach you how to do it. And then you can use that skill forever and ever and ever.com. Blueapron.com slash if I were you. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. We be back. We be back. We be back. Back. That lady's from Australia, which reminds me to say that Jake and I are doing live shows in Australia. Oh my god! Uh, you guys going to Australia? In Melbourne on March 16th and Sydney on March 18th. Sick. Tickets are still available. Have you guys ever been to Australia? I have not. Never. Highly recommend. Oh, that'd yeah. be fun. Yeah. You guys were just in New Zealand. Just in New Zealand. Cool. And then New we were Zealand in Australia a couple years ago. Yeah. Have you guys talked about that goddamn swing you went on? Oh, maybe so. That was a swing. They went on the world. Feeling of the swing. They went on the world. We talked about if we remembered how it felt. I asked you that once. I think it was off a podcast. I'm like, does that? I I remember seeing the video of the swing, but do you remember like actually hovering over the the gorge and letting go and like feeling the drop of the the swing? (laughs) Yeah, I can picture it. Yeah, (laughs) I remember being so happy that it was over. (laughs) This idea, the swing was like looming over us the entire trip yeah. and like every happy moment we had it's like but there's a swing <laughs> yes just right so that there's just, a swing yeah. we <laughs> just did an episode on no joke all about courage oh. and we said that we were talking about how it's directly proportionate to dread the dread that leads up to it oh. it's like the more dread that kind of leads up to it the moment where it happens you're that courageous interesting yeah. and when I saw you guys I think you like texted me or something Amir from like moments before or something yeah. like we're about to do this, <laughs> this is and the I swing. Yes. was dreading your guys experience I was yeah. like really think it like just yeah, reconsider it you, you don't need to be doing this yes. yeah i definitely like i didn't dread the swing as much because i was like i just like resigned that it was yes. gonna happen i yes. was like i wasn't like excited i was upset by it yeah <laughs> i was just like what the fuck was that a choice <laughs> though because new zealand the company that was sponsoring you didn't make you do that right like didn't it was like a half say, choice They're like we want you to do adventurous things we can they get you on the do swing a fucking bungee jump yeah no really? and we were and like that that was just like Absolutely not. You, yes, of course. No, Duh, no. Not Duh Jake. Uh, no. But it's it's really the same amount of like fear risk. and like risk. The, yeah. difference, the difference being that the swing, you got into the harness yes. as you're above the platform. Yes. Right. Like, the platform the, that was the, what, 5,000 feet high? Yeah, the, well, the platform's really high, but you're looking down and all you see is the floor. Jesus. Right. And then you like go out oh then like the floor disappears yes. and then you see it and you're, you're like hanging. oh fuck but you're already in the thing you're, you're in it you're and in the you, diaper and you yeah. don't right. have control over when it gets let go there's like a, a fucking medieval torturer guy <laughs> yeah yeah he's kind of fucking with you yeah. yeah he's like you got oh as soon as we're i think we talked about this on the podcast before but i want to tell you guys. yeah yeah please yeah. do will you uh is it, we got out there we're sitting like over 500 feet below us whatever and the dude says to amir so you like pranking people huh <laughs> 
Oh, oh God. That's him. That's not me. That's Bring me back. Bring me back. Don't fuck with me. No, please. <laughs> well, the you talk about courage. We basically chose the less courageous, least yeah. courageous way to do the swing. Okay. Because there's they're like eight options because people in New Zealand are fucking insane right. that they don't get off to the world's largest swings anymore. That doesn't register on their heartbeat whatsoever. Right. So you can go upside down. You can go blindfolded. What? Me and Jake could be like flip-flop 69ing each other oh. as we drop into the yeah. gorge. But well, people went upside down. That oh, was Upside like, down. God. Dangling upside down. What do you have to gain? Well, like, uh, yeah. what the do swing's you have not to scary gain? enough. Defying death just traditionally yeah. right side up isn't enough. No. Yeah. They want to like, do the upside down uh, blindfold folded swing. I always felt that way about bungee jumps. I don't need to prove to anybody how bouncy I am. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I get nothing from it. You get nothing from it. No. Well, that being said, the joy of finishing it and doing it and yes. like having it done, that felt so good that right. I'm like, what if I did the bungee? Like higher see, risk, higher reward. Yes. And that's why I didn't, I it was the worst of every world, the swing. <laughs> because you came back from the swing and you were like, oh, that wasn't bad. <laughs> I'm a pussy because I didn't do the bungee. Uh, <laughs> it was like lose lose. And then we like on the way on the way back there was like a we were on a bus with a bunch of people and these two beautiful blonde girls uh, talked to me. They're like, oh, I think I saw you up there. I had like I took a picture and then they showed me and it was a guy bungee jumping. <laughs> They're like. And I was like, that, uh, that just I was like, could have oh, been me. no, I don't think that was me. Was like, well, didn't you, you did the bungee just before us? And nah. I was like, I did the swing. <laughs> swing you know, doesn't no, sound swing. so cool ba- anymore. No, baby's first swingy. <laughs> we did, Actually, we did the baby, thing that baby toddlers do yeah. at the park. <laughs> When babies are, are not, a, finally not there's scared. A, there's a bouncy castle in the, <laughs> yeah. in the driveway, yeah, and that's sort of what yeah. I did. A guy in a scary costume pushed me out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you went upside down or blindfolded? or uh... No, just normal swingy. <laughs> okay. That's, <laughs> that's normal swingy. Like, yeah. Oh, I get it. Yeah, well, the bungee jump was more expensive. Yeah. No, no, no. It wasn't that. <laughs> Everything was, that all was expenses paid for. <laughs> more of a fear-based decision myself. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just not. What is it? Courageous, yeah. as you say. <laughs> is the bungee from the same spot where you would have swang? Can you just drop down they're from there? Across the, uh, they're like across the ravine from each other. Different cables. So like you look, you see the bungeeers fucking, and they're fucking yeah. badass. Yes. Their their thing is like suspend. Even the bungee uh, platform is yeah. suspended by cables Ugh. in the middle of the ravine. God damn it! And the uh, <laughs> and the swing, you sort of walk across a bridge to uh. it. You are the pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. we haven't done any of this. None of and it. We're terrified. None of yeah, it. So if you, you guys win. If you want to like just feel the rush, like 0.05 of one percent of the rush that you would feel. Yes. Do a Google search for Nevis Bungee. I okay. Don't know if you guys or if anybody listening at home, because they they record everything cool. and it's it's from the top down, and it's just so terrifying to even like consider that you would possibly yes. be like yeah. sit, like standing on the precipice, and then the hardest part is probably launching yourself. I bet a lot of people get there and they're like, "It just I don't want to jump." Of course, yeah. Yeah. is bungee scarier than skydiving? Yes, because I've skydived. Yeah, we both skydived. Really? Yeah. So what do you think that is? Because skydiving is obviously tens, like what, five thousand feet up? I really think it has so much to do with like uh, your like when you're bungee jumping, you have. Everybody is standing away from you. You have to jump. You have to it's choose. You, you the, are choosing to do it. Yeah. And yeah. In the, in the skydiving, we got strapped to a professional right. who would like okay. who goes like fifty times a day. Okay. And then it doesn't matter if you're like, oh, I don't want to do it. It's, it's still like, happening. He's yeah. Ar- you're he on wants his. To do it now. Yeah. Yeah. The decision is. You're made. strapped to his stomach, and he's like. 
holding you out the plane. You don't even jump in the skydiving. Got it. He That's jumps. a huge difference. Or she jumps. Here's yeah. here's the five seconds of somebody about to jump. Okay. She's scared. She's wiggling. She can't oh, look down. Oh, that little God boogie almighty, board size. A little, <laughs> a little so board. horrifying. Just going How down. old is she? <clears throat> Jesus, God. No. And you have to like Superman it down. And now you're dropping ah. for a good four or five seconds. And you have to trust this. This will say, you're basically killing, as far as your brain sees, you're killing yourself. Killing yourself. Yeah. Because you don't know that the your brain thing behind you will yank you back. I'm surprised up. more people don't have heart attacks on the way down. Oh, I bet that's a possibility. What Do you oh, remember man, any of the thoughts amazing. you were having in flight, like in free fall? Do you have thoughts? I think it's just screaming. <laughs> screaming. Yeah, screaming yeah, and I mean, wind. It was, Holy shit. It was so cold. <laughs> yeah. And, like, the wind is rushing. And yeah. we, we're yelling. I yeah. mean, I was having fun once we were free falling. Yeah. And then as it was, as we're like swinging, I'm like, it's over. We did it. That's great. And then I'm also full of fear as we're going back up Cold because back I up. think that the guy is going to fuck with us and oh, release us because of the prank thing. Exactly yeah. the prank thing. Oh my God, a second drop? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lawsuit. Yeah, exactly. Nope, nope, nope. That's, that's a lawsuit. Sorry. Leave it. <laughs> Actually, I think we can sue just for the fear, the prank the fear. Yeah. yeah, I think we, we could definitely sue you know, them for promoting them for so long. Just, <laughs> yeah. just invoice them. Do you guys have anything crazy planned for this trip to Australia? Anything adventurous or and nuts? Uh, um, we have the the two shows are going to be the highlights, and then cool. we have to figure out what to do before and after. Great. Yeah. The last time we were in Australia, we went to five different cities. Cool. Which right. Really great. Wow. But this time we're doing just two cities. Great. Which is. I think it'd be a little bit easier on us because, yeah. like, last time we were like partying, staying yeah. up late, it wake up, sampler. fly, yeah. sampler, like yeah. a little right. bit of this, the beer a little flight. bit of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now yeah. I think it's gonna be really fun to like spend a couple of days in Melbourne, settle spend a couple in. Days great. in Sydney. Yeah, it'll great. Be great. Deep immersion, full immersion. <laughs> uh, all right, let's answer a few more questions. Great. I just feel like I know we are, we have to get back to the show, but <laughs> there's. Um, I can't believe we haven't. Billy mentioned it briefly. It's your birthday today, Amir. It's your yeah, freaking it's your birthday. It's true. It is my birthday. I, while we're recording, not when you're listening. Right. Yeah, yeah. Just it is. Just know that currently, while I'm talking, it's my birthday. The yes. day of your birth. Yeah. Hence the whitefish donut. Have yeah. you guys done a birthday episode of your podcast? Big we time. have. That's on, a good. On that's Adam's a birthday. Yeah, oh, that's a nice one. Yes. How do you feel about uh, your birthday today? Thirty-four. Yeah. I feel all right. It yeah. feels pretty much indistinguishable from thirty-three. Good, because it's just vaguely before thirty. Nine, exactly. I don't know. Do you like, think you'll have an exciting birthday again before forty? Oh, I don't think so. What do you do? What do you do to celebrate like the big three seven? <laughs> no, go to sleep early. Prime numbers are like a pretty. Thirty five is pretty good. Yeah, I don't know, Bill. You're thirty five. What do you? What do you? Is thirty five build a log cabin? Yeah, thirty five. You cool. go outside on your birthday. <laughs> you build Air yourself a cabin. You're finally a man. Yeah, you don't use nails. You yeah. just punch the wood into <laughs> the other wood. It's much like the button to the vagina sex tech. You're just crushing stuff. Exactly. Your birthday was recently, right? Uh, it was December. It is now January, so yeah. Pretty, yeah, pretty a recent. sweet VR machine was rented. That was rad. We oh, got Oculus. Cool. That was cool. We Do you Oculus. still have it? Uh, rented Oculus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, doesn't Patton Oswalt have that great bit about how birthday, it's like no birthdays are worth celebrating after 21, and you should only celebrate the decades, 30, 40, 50, 60, uh, 70, that's 80, pretty 90. good. It's yeah, like, right, after you, right after you pass your driver's test, yeah. in 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, <laughs> yeah, just, then you can celebrate. Exactly, after you pass your prerequisite driver's test. Yeah, especially the small shades of difference between, do you ever forget, I, I think earlier today you forgot. I think maybe 40 asked, minutes yeah, ago. I asked you how old you are, and you were like 30. And you were like, are you 34? And I was like, no, but I won't swear to that. <laughs> I can't I be won't certain. Sw- yeah. <laughs> That's really true. I am I think I'm 31, but I'm not 32. <laughs> right? I think <laughs> I'm 31. <laughs> but I'm not 32. Yeah. 
wait until we're like 54. Exactly. We're going to be like you? 47? I'm yeah, 61. but you'll just know how old your kids are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wait, we're almost five different, we're all four different ages. Yeah. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. <laughs> we run the whole gamut of 31 to 35 white men. We, should, we, we should are Marty the full diverse, yeah. Marty's 32 to complete the straight. Perfect. Uh, all right. Let's answer. Here's a, a presidential related question because we're, we're going to have a new president by the time this comes out. God damn it. Whether you like it or not. Don't like it. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, let's get a female name from Jake. Uh, to Tilma. All right, let's do Adam. Okay. <laughs> uh, did someone say Tatilma? I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, no, Jake did. Tatilia Williamsmith? Yeah, Tatilia Williamsmith. Tatilia Williamsmith. Is related or unrelated to Tad or Patricia? She is Tad's sister. Yes. No relation to Patricia. But she met Patricia at summer camp. Also unrelated. What a weird day that was. Weird. Two Williamsmiths? For what? Uh, all right. Uh, 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 here's my issue. I'm a proud Latina that was a Clinton supporter. However, my best friend wasn't. We didn't talk about politics throughout the past year since I knew this. It upsets me quite a bit that she still supported who she did after all the incredibly racist, sexist, and just blatantly rude comments he made about so many people. I think she's talking about Trump. I think so, too. Daniel, Danny Trump? <laughs> but even then, we didn't bring it up. I voted for Clinton in a state that goes blue. She casted a vote in a swing state that went red. Yikes. Uh, my problem is that we are going to vacation in NYC in February. Oh. This will be the first time I'll be seeing her since August, and obviously the first time I see her with our new president in power. Oh. I love her very much, but I feel like I haven't co been completely honest with her in our friendship since I haven't been able to talk to her about this. After all, she is my person, and we tell each other everything. Yeah. As proud Latina woman, I just want to know why. Yeah. But the last thing I want to do is ruin the trip. I need your help. Please let me know what you both think I should do. Dang. On a lighter note, if you have any recommendations about what to eat or drink at NYC, that'd be greatly appreciated. Pizza! Yeah, pizza! Forget that first complicated question. Eat pizza. Where's all your favorite Zaza joints? And Billy, what's your favorite soft drink? Check out Penn Station. Great pizza in Penn Station. Sbarro. There's a Sbarro on 49th and anything. 49th Street is a Sbarro. A long Sbarro with little roads in the middle of it. <laughs> That'd be Little amazing roads. if, like, we bought the entire street. <laughs> Certainly, Sparrow a company district? could do that. Yeah, Forty Ninth. Forty Ninth is Sparrow. Sparrow and Six. Yes. We're on Sparrow and Six. Uh, do you have anybody close to you that voted for Trump that you're like, I don't want to even talk about this? I, I, I mean, like, this is on obviously on everyone's mind right now. This is like such a complicated emotional thing. I, I necessarily, I have some hometown friends that are Trump voters, but like no one's super in my super duper inner circle. Right. But to uh, Talela, was it Talela? <laughs> I would Talela, I don't know, my inclination right now in this moment, because I have wildly swirling emotions surrounding this ordeal, uh, but I think that <laughs> radical honesty is, uh, I, I know that it's your person and it's your best friend and you might have differing opinions. And I think that because it's your best friend and because you respect your friend so much, you should be radically honest. And I don't think you should be afraid to say, I'm a little concerned that you voted this way and these are my thoughts and why do you think the way you think? In fact, I think avoiding the topic at this point with our nation at stake is, um, I, don't, I don't see what you stand to gain from not talking about it. I think yeah. if you're truly intimates and friends, be honest. Put your own thoughts and feelings on the table. That is what I would say. I, the, to me, the real problem is like, 
I could be honest with somebody, but yeah. to me, for me being really honest, I would be like, you voted for Trump and I honestly find that inexcusable. Yeah. And I think I hate you now. Yeah. There's no, I, the, I feel like if you want to get like, uh, a more a loving answer, you yeah. gotta listen to a different yeah. voice than mine. Like yeah. I, right. f- fuck anybody that did that. There's I, nobody yeah. in your family that voted for Trump. No, and if I mean, I feel like there's got to be at least a cousin or an sure, aunt. Sure, I mean, there's, I guess there's like a distant second cousin or something that did. But I would tell that person to go fuck themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. at a family that voted reunion, for Trump should go fuck themselves. <laughs> I have a. Uh, maybe a slightly different perspective. I have family and a lot of friends from Long Island who like voted for Trump. And there's like, I knew that I could take the one option, which was to just be like super pissed and tell them why they're wrong. But then I would hear myself say those words Mm -hmm. after the fact and be like, I would never listen to anybody who just told me I'm wrong blindly and Mm -hmm. like walked away from it. Right. So my, my position with everybody who I loved before the election and I will still probably love after the election, despite who they voted for, Mm -hmm. because they're more complicated than just this one vote Mm -hmm. is what can I, how can I speak to them? Cause they already respect me. We have a friendship or we're a family member. So they already respect me at what I believe that's already been established. Mm -hmm. How can I talk to them from just like my perspective on the matter and not project onto them why they're wrong, but rather like, maybe you don't know about conversion therapy. Like, let's just uh, like, let maybe you don't know about that. Like that's something that like really like gets me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like when the like future vice, vice president, and I'll say that to a few, few people mm-hmm. and they'll be like, what? Conversion therapy? Like Mike Pence, what? Right. And so I can't assume that every Trump voter or person who disagrees with me is a bad person or should be cut out of my life. That's right. But what I, I take on the personal responsibility now of trying to slow things down and create more dialogue and less debate. Because debate is how we became these two, everyone just argued online to the point where yep. it's like, I know who you're voting for, right. you know who I'm voting for, and we're both going to yell in a vacuum until the election's right. over. Right. And so I'm just trying to build little bridges that hopefully when in two years local elections start happening and in four years bigger elections start happening, those bridges have already been built just in enough so that like if i do put out like a slightly more political stance somewhere people will already know where i'm coming yeah from. i get jake <clears throat> i get your like if you did that like it's a disqual it's like a decredibility <laughs> fire i totally get that <laughs> i feel that way too to a certain degree one thing my girlfriend maggie has done in an effort to sort of like be a little more diplomatic and kind of the icebreaker that she will use to sort of gently ease into the conversation is like what news how do you get your news like, where do you get your information? Like, what news sources do you read? Like, what newspapers or what? where do you get your information? Right. Because it is a, I mean, I feel like that is like so much at the core of what is so fucked about all this. Is that like, That's we smart. can't even really agree on fact, right. like empirical scientific fact. Well, it's like so, limited knowledge where right. with the thing that I'm putting in and right. getting out, they're not even getting the inputs exactly. from that. They're exactly. getting inputs from somewhere else. That's right. So to me, that was, would be uh, what I would be most curious about and I think would be a non-too-feather-ruffly way to sort of like ease into a conversation about values mm-hmm. and about uh, information and knowledge that is <laughs> that you can sort of back off of the yeah. uh, contempt that you have for people who you disagree with, which I completely understand. Yeah. I, I, everybody should definitely listen to you two. <laughs> I, can, I cannot get over my I resentment know. for I somebody. I just find it unforgivable. Here, Maybe I'll I'll work towards it. 
but well, I, that's what it I makes think me it is, so Jake. upset. I, I think that it's like you have to address, and I talked to my sister at length about this, where it's like until we are not like we, the four of us and the people who are like, and this girl who's f- dealing with this problem, until we have like taken off the raw edge of it all, like we're all still very emotionally raw right now. And we're all very like coming out of a traumatic experience. And you have to ask yourself, am I in a position to be part of this conversation with my best friend? Am I going to be in a healthy enough mind space that I'm not going to actually screw up what I already believe because I'm so emotional? And so it's like, if you can find, Lin-Manuel Miranda says that you need to like eat your vegetables, but also like have your dessert too. And so there's like, you kind of need to like find what you were, made you happy before the election and like, like live in that a little bit just that you can normalize yourself so that when you are ready to have bigger conversations that might go one of two ways, you can at least be sure that you are level-headed in this that's why i feel like what if she's asking me what to do this specific bringing it back to this question i wouldn't necessarily have the conversation before the trip i I would let the trip exist in this ignorant blissful bubble have fun with your friend and then later on find out all this stuff why they think that way and Hmm. if you're more curious than angry like uh understanding the root of her thoughts or maybe it's as simple as like oh i just don't like hillary because this that and the other yeah she doesn't necessarily think that uh, she's like purporting or supporting this yeah. specifically racist, sexist human. Right. But that's my... You're saying avoid my... it altogether on the vacation and then later be like, oh, by the way, I might hate you. Any that's thoughts? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Com- it comes down to the question being, should they do it at the beginning of the trip to get it out of the way or do it at the end After of the trip? The trip. Yeah. I think I think beginning of the trip trumps end of the trip. Trump's Jake. <laughs> he said, "I it. swear Don't to take God, that word from yeah. that second, that distant second cousins." I'm telling you, he's getting his claws in you, Jake. <laughs> Holy shit, shit, dude! The conversion therapy yeah. word. I, I, yeah, I could totally see it either way. I'm, I, I see the value in both strategies. But what either, would you do if you, if it were you? If I were, if it were me. Ooh, I like to think I would have the courage and the strength to be like, I'm pretty upset with you and I want to have a great time, but I want you to know I'm upset because I'm an honest adult. But I probably would never address it. But then it's in like practice, the, it's I would like never the address swing it. Thing. Every yeah. single good every single good thing you do on this trip, you gotta let you're like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I still have to have a really hard Dread. conversation yeah, with them exactly. at the end of the trip. So you get it, it out of the way it. first. And then I mean, New York's such too. a great distraction. You guys will forget they had the argument. All the pizza. Hopefully. Or I was going to say, the... say pizza. Like Lombardi's is a good pizza. Pizza's place a good pizza. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Bleaker Street Pizza. You and guys can just. Soda. Soda. <laughs> if, if at any point an awkward moment arises where maybe you started to dip your toe into politics, you can just look at each other and just say, pizza, pizza, yeah, pizza, 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 pizza. Lady and the tramp each other so close. <laughs> That's the unity right there. Uh, Billy? I would have the conversation in advance, but I would know what I was going to say on the phone. I wouldn't pick, like, dial her without knowing exactly what I wanted to say. I would just have, like, a plan in mind so that I didn't go off the rails and then I was speaking from an emotional place. I would want to speak from, like, here's how I feel. You were my best friend before this. You'll still be my best friend after this. But that being said, here's how I feel. Mm -hmm. I don't pass judgment on you because I already have it. Do you have any really close friends that voted for DJT? Yeah, my best friend. Oh, there My you best go. The same guy who was ripping phone books and uh, whatever we were talking <laughs> about earlier. Cars. Moving fiats. I but, thought you know, that guy was cool until now. <laughs> he doesn't. I, you know, I spoke to him immediately after and I was like, dude, this is why I voted for. And and I was like, you know, and he has, he like basically grew up in the inner city with like nothing but minorities. Like the inner city part portion of my town. Like he was literally raised by 
no parents, like Latino neighbors mm -hmm. and all these different people. Mm -hmm. And he works in a union and he doesn't read the news and mm -hmm. he just gets this like big mass produced, this is what we do in this town. And he just doesn't care enough. And that's not, I like, it, it bit us in the ass, but he doesn't care enough to really question authority because like he has his life in place. And so as his best friend, I'm the one outlet. I'm literally the one right. person. right who can potentially put a, like a crack in this stone and just be like, hey, listen, you trust me, I know that. So this is why I voted for this person. Just consider these things and like, let me be a person of political advice maybe next time around. If you have questions, like maybe it could be me. And it, I made inroads on a lot of Long Island hardheads after oh. the election, a lot, a lot. And so it was like, that actually brought me a lot of like calm after the storm, which mm -hmm. was like, okay, this is my personal responsibility. Yeah. It's localized and it's small, but I'm, a well enough speaker and well respected enough in this community that I've always kind of gone against the grain of what these people do. They'll continue to listen to me in some capacity. You should run for office out there, man. Truly. I'm 35. Diplom diplomatic, I am 35. You're th you could be president. <gasps> being diplomatic without being condescending is a hard line to walk. I don't know how to do it yeah. because okay. I have the same impulse as you, Jake, to shame, which is only to shame. <laughs> yeah. Exclusively. I, I, every time I, we, like, I <laughs> want to say to every Trump voter, how dare you? Right, right. So that's my impulse completely. But sure. uh, I also acknowledge the truth that Billy is espousing, which is uh, it's sort of that can tight, that can. Totally. Reinforce I, the divide. I want cetera, I want Billy on the front lines. Yo, I, do not, I do not want to be out there yeah, in yeah, the yeah. in the trenches converting people. Me I want to be huddled up with my people saying, fuck those guys. Same. We I'll need you on our team. Make, yeah. We need we need ride or dies on our team. Make no mistake, Jake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need an army. Yes. Uh Responsibility. Pardon? What do you think about that nickname? Responsibility? <laughs> Kind of came out of left field. I wasn't really prepared for a nickname test. Uh, <laughs> or responsibility. Off the cuff, I hate what do you think? it. What do you think? Uh, <laughs> I guess neutral? I guess my answer would be neutral. Neutral's a great starting point. Yeah. Oh, that's just responsibility. People wouldn't like responsibility. that. Responsibility. That's kind of cool. And then we could shorten it eventually to Billy. To Billy. <laughs> it's short for responsibility. Or Billy T. Yeah. Billy T. Williams. Billy T. Williams. Uh, all right, cool. That was a fun, real way to end this show. Yeah. Uh, why don't you tell us about your, your podcast really quick in case people... Want more Billy and Adam? How do they get it? You go to the HeadGum Network. Uh, you subscribe on iTunes. The show is called the No Joke Podcast. It's uh, one topic. We have three acts. They are our past, our current, and our future lives with that topic. Yep. And it is as silly as this episode with you guys is. It usually goes right off the rails. Yep. Sometimes we have a guest. Sometimes we don't. We've it's been on the show. I've been on the Both show. Both of you individually absolutely mm -hmm. have. Indeed. Ben Schwartz did a show. Yep. Ben you Schwartz guys did a show. Ben. Yep, yep. We had uh, one of the Try Guys from BuzzFeed on recently, Mamrie right. Hart and Grace Helbig. Yep. We have uh, fun guests. We, uh, I listened to the fitness episode, which was really great, too. Oh, Just good. to hear you two talk about the completely opposite viewpoints of working out oh, that yes. you guys have. Adam, who's never been in a gym, Not and Billy, I don't think you've ever left a gym. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm actually curling <laughs> during this podcast. <laughs> He's doing, Billy taught me about supersets. Do you know about that? Yeah, yeah, my brother taught me about him. Basically doing, instead of rest, you do another set. Yeah, so there yes. is no rest. <laughs> right. Is no so in between sets, which is when you're supposed to be resting. Don't do that. It's, yeah. it's just You're more. doing a harder workout. Yeah. yeah. It's like when you're done with a meal, just continue eating until your next meal. Constantly be nibbling on a saltine until you eat lunch. <laughs> Are you eating enough protein right now? Good I question. Think, I don't think, I, I mean, I had that shake today. That's 50 right there. 50 grams of protein. I have Amir and Ben. I'm training them five days a week at the gym. Good. And they have committed to the System. I'm like, I'm good. I'm two weeks straight. Yeah, no, they are no off days. Five days a week in the gym, and they're uh, consuming 100 grams of protein per my request every day. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> per my request. Very good. Billy told me that he eats a box of pasta a day. Yeah, which I, I thought that. was that pretty. Is, funny. I know that's true. <laughs> that is. I know that's true. So true. Usually, 
with a couple of chicken breasts. That's true. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's, this is all true. A college freshman diet just yeah. forever. Forever. I mean, Michael Phelps did it, so Do I'm going to try. Exactly. Yeah. 10,000 calorie days. Why not? You're yeah. burning it. Yeah. You're definitely burning it. That's yeah. right. Uh, great. So no joke podcast on the HeadGum Network. Yeah. Uh, if you have your, any, any of your own questions or theme song submissions, the email address for everything, every single thing, is if I were you show at gmail.com. Opening theme song was written by Jeremy. This closing one is written by David. I want to see if he had anything that he wanted me to say about him. If you guys wanted to talk about more pizza places to get in New York while I look that up. Mm. Oh, you know what? I really like a hungover pizza pie from Vinny's uh, on Bedford in Brooklyn. <laughs> oh, oh. Get their, but get like their weird really shit, good. like the tater tot bacon cheese pizza. Whoa, tater tot. Baby. Yeah, they have it's barbecue like, chicken cutlet pizza. Yes. So fried chicken so on a pizza. Good. But I'm yeah. still not mad at the dollar pizza. The place that like straight up promotes oh, our like pizza, pizza bros? slices are one dollar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two pizza bros or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Their pizza is like pretty rock solid. Yes, the entire yeah. Alpha and Omega of the New York City pizza culture is that 14th and 1st there's artichoke pizza on one side which is like fancy bullshits like oh, barbecue yeah. chicken delicious $7 a slice right, yeah. right across the street pizza bros 99 cents <laughs> you, know where you, well. you know where you find Billy yeah. and Adam we are the pizza bros and everything what was the uh there's these Coney Island, the hot dog places. Nathan's. Are those still? Yes. No, is that no not 14th? Nathan's. You're thinking of the place that was on 72nd, Grace Papaya? Yes. What oh, are those? Grace Papaya. Grace yeah. Papaya like... is just like a local New York establishment. <laughs> yeah. And they've, I think like there's only like two or three left there's now. A, they have fries. Oh, there's, yes. one, there's one on 14th and 2nd. <laughs> yes. Yes, that was the second one. Yeah, but they would the have one. like the $2 special or the two yes. fifty special where you get two hot dogs <laughs> and, a and a soda yes. or one of their juices yes. for two fifty. And like any Why are they going out of business? Yeah. I know. I know. Did their rent go up? 14th and 2nd <laughs> serving $1 hot dogs yeah, yeah. <laughs> they pay the landlord in hot dogs yeah. uh, alright so this closing theme song is written by David Knackman who's on SoundCloud David Knackman with a K great and two N's at the end so, All right, there you have it. Cool, uh, David Knackman. Thanks to David and Jeremy. David and Knackman's to... got a knack, man. Nice, <laughs> nice. finish thank strong, you. Jake. Thank finish you. strong. Hey, Jake and Mir, thank you for having us on your podcast, dudes. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so very, fun. very much for having us. We'll be back next week. Later. David Knackman on the track. On the track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jake and Amir okay. got a podcast. Email in your questions and they finna yeah. put yeah. you on blast. blast. It's just these coy two Jews, or they might have a guest on. Plus, they got a bunch of people doing podcasts hey. for headgum worldwide. Yeah, they're coming to Australia, bitch. Cause that's where Jake is sure to get his genitalia licked. Huh? Miss Hurwitz, please turn down the podcast. If I were you, show. Yeah. If I were you, show. What? If I were you, show. Hey. The coyest Jews that you know. Yes, dude. They'll help you out your predicament. Don't New not. shows every Monday, bitch. We know that you're listening. Yeah. 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 That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>